Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. This is Rick Witted, and you're listening to the podcast show On Your Way to Work, the only show that talks to you, the worker, directly on the workplace floor. Everybody else is talking to your boss, your manager, the business owner, business leaders. Nope, I'm talking to you, the worker on the workplace floor. And the only way you're going to become that manager, boss, business leader, or the person who has complete flexibility over their schedule, the person who's trusted and valued most in the place of work. The only reason you're going to get to any of those types of destinations in your career is to have some straightforward advice about how to manage your career path. And that's what we're talking about. So, hey, you know, I just want to take a quick second to say happy Memorial Day for uh, some of you that will be um, today. For some of you, that's going to have happened this past week. So either happy Memorial Day or hopefully you had a great Memorial Day weekend. But most importantly, just a big shout out, salute, thank you, honoring to our soldiers, those who have fallen, those who stand at the line every day in this great country and say, not on my watch. You will not destroy my country on my watch. So our brave men and our brave women who uh, make that declaration every day and who have um, given of their life and time to make that declaration throughout uh, our history, we just want to say thank you very, very much. So what I want to talk about is being a wounded worker in the workplace, being a wounded worker in the workplace. You see, most career stumbling blocks we deal with come from within us. The workplace is not this magical place where you transform into someone or something else. You are who you are. At all times. And because we spend so much time at work, it becomes very familiar to us, which leads us to letting our hair down at some point. And as a result, we are normally going to do what we do automatically. You see, we carry personal issues into the workplace without even knowing it. And usually there's no one there that knows us enough, you know, like your mom or your sibling. I mean, who really knows us. So they call us out on that thing. There's no one there that knows us like that. I mean, they get to know us pretty well. But what's going on the inside? Our family knows those things. Our our very close loved ones knows those things. So today this may be more life advice than career advice. But trust me. It's career advice. And if you're struggling with an issue in your personal life, I challenge you to look for signs of it in your workplace. It can be a stumbling block in the same way it may be a stumbling block for you personally. So you may be thinking, wow, 
wounded at work, wounded workers. And man, that's right. I've been hurt by my boss and or, you know, co-worker, you know, betrayed me or, you know. Well, I mean, that that's probably a separate show. And I may do that show here in the near future. But today I'm not talking about the wounds you got at the workplace or in the workplace. I'm talking about the wounds you got and brought to the workplace. Yeah, there are things that have happened in our life, you know, and I can speak very transparently here. And, you know, personally, I have had issues that have occurred in my life. I've had messages I've received throughout my life. Typically, those messages happen in places that you thought were safe or should have been safe. Maybe your mom or your dad or someone close to you said something that really hurt. Maybe it is something that was done to you at a young age or as a teenager or as a young adult. Something that has occurred that went straight to the heart, right? And those are typically places and people who we love dearly. Those on the outside, it's really hard to get on the inside, right? That's just true for all of us for the most part. If you're not on the inside, no matter what you do, it's hard for what you do to penetrate on the inside. Yet our our places and people of love and what should be security and comfort, I mean, those are places, man, when you catch a wound there, it goes deep into the heart. Now, I'm not Dr. Phil and I'm not any of those other folks. I'm definitely not a psychiatrist or a psychologist or any of that stuff, Uh, but I am human. And I've been through enough of these things to know that they have a wrangling effect on your life of all places in the workplaces. And again, I can speak very personally that hurts and or wounds that were caused by my father or my mother or by someone that I loved or respected or, you know, by a mentor that betrayed me or I mean, I can go on and on and on. And listen, I've got a great relationship with my mom, my dad and et cetera. So I'm not on the comfy couch here letting it cry out. But my point to you is there were still things that happened to me as I grew up that created messages in me. And the message typically was this. I'll never let that happen to me again, ever. And so when I make that statement, it usually comes with this promise and this commitment, which comes with a behavior or an attitude. And those are the things that cause us to be distant or cold or distrusting or no confidence or, you know, become an overachiever or become paranoid or you know, give in to peer pressure easily or, you know, on and on and on and on and on. These are things that typically occurred in our lives growing up. They just did. Nothing, nothing to, you know, feel like you're the scourge of the earth or you've got a third eye in the middle of your forehead. It's not at all. It's very normal. It's very human. And it happens all the time to everyone. It's just how life goes. What in the world does this have to do with the workplace? Real simple. When you take those types of wounds and you mix them around people and you see those people all the time, 
that is a cocktail for potential disaster. It just is. And as a result, much like our home, which is a place of a lot of drama, because we're around these people bumping shoulders too often all the time, so goes work. The same thing. We're around these people often bumping shoulders too many times. And as a matter of fact, we bump shoulders more with the folks in the workplace, I've said this before, than we do with our people at home. It's just how it works. And so as a result, can you imagine adding to that cocktail just a slither, a slice of wounds? And so here are a few examples, and this is by far not an exhaustive list but just simply examples of career stumbling blocks that you may have never considered and therefore never addressed in your career path or on your career path. So maybe you're distant or there's coldness and that could come from not being embraced at home or told you were loved as you grew up. And so how can that affect us in the workplace? Again, this is not an exhaustive list, but just simply to give you an example or some examples so that your mind can start to figure out what might be causing an issue for you in the workplace. And hint, if it's causing it in the workplace, it's already caused it at home as well. But if you're distant or cold, maybe that's because you weren't embraced growing up. Maybe that's because you did, you never heard the words, I love you. So imagine with me, right, taking that into the workplace. Having, imagine having this, this relationship with a manager or boss, supervisor, team leader, business owner. Just imagine having that dynamic in your life. And then the boss is someone who never gives recognition. Or maybe you never get the recognition. And so now what may be going through your mind, it's whatever defense mechanism that kicked in for you at an early age or as an adolescent or young adult, when your parent or your guardian or whoever, right, didn't show you love, maybe they were just way too busy and you were a latchkey kid in the 80s or the 70s or the 90s or whatever it is, right? Maybe that's you. Now you're dealing with the dynamic of a manager that never gave you recognition. My point is not to give you all the solutions here. I don't have them all. But if your mind isn't going down this path, because you might be mad at that manager, that manager may be getting on your last nerve. You may be at the point where you're saying, I'm out of here. This is crazy. I do all this work. No one recognizes me, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of that may be true, but that issue or that emotion or that feeling may be getting an extra kicker of gasoline on that fire because of what happened or what you experienced as a kid or a young adult. Either way. I'm just going to tell you that you should be considering those things as you're talking out stuff in your mind about the workplace. Maybe you're distrusting. And maybe you're someone who should have 
had care and love from uh, a very personal or loving circle as you've matriculated through life, but instead you were betrayed. This could be as innocent as your mom sitting around the table with her friends and sharing something that happened to you that, by the way, you're very embarrassed by, and then they're sharing it and chuckling. Maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe it's more complicated. Maybe you were betrayed. Uh, Or maybe your mom or your dad or someone who cared betrayed a relationship that was an important relationship in your life. But there could be a thousand dynamics to this, this, what causes betrayal in us, but it doesn't start in the workplace. That's not the first place it happens. But one of the things that I've learned about being betrayed is that you look for signs and evidence of betrayal. And so now you're in the workplace and you're going in And the moment something happens that you didn't expect or that's out of your control or you didn't feel was right, that is typically accompanied by a sense of being betrayed because you're looking for the betrayal. So maybe that's something you're dealing with. Maybe you're a person, you don't have a lot of confidence And what you heard growing up was you need to fix this or this is not right or don't go out there looking like that or people are going to talk about you if you do this and don't go out there embarrassing me and doing this and doing that. I mean, it could be a ton of things, right? And uh, maybe we're all hearing that in some way. You know, we heard that from our parents or or whoever, but, but I'll tell you, some of us heard that a lot more than others. And as a result of hearing that, you, have, you struggle with confidence, right? Because what you heard was you're not good enough. You've got to add extra because you're not good enough. And so that does a couple of things to different people. One, it may really shred your confidence. And as a result, you don't take on more. You're asked to be, you know, a manager or you're asked to do something additional or right, to take on, you know, more in the workplace and you shrink back from that. No, I'm comfortable in my position and maybe I'm not comfortable with the money I make. Maybe I do want to make a little bit more money. Maybe I do want a little bit more autonomy. I mean, it could be a a thousand maybes for sure, but you don't take on the more because of a confidence issue. You want, you want to apply for that job, but I mean, you're just, I'm not confident. I don't have what it takes. I'm, you know, I, I, I don't have the education or I don't have the experience or I don't, you know, they're not going to want me or, you know, I'm that's blah, blah, blah. What a confidence. It's just confidence. And maybe because you were not built up and confidence was not a part of your childhood or your adolescence, at least not from the verbal cues you received from the loved ones around you, maybe now that is what you've brought into the workplace. And you believe the same message you heard growing up, you just hadn't thought about it. Well, I want you to think about it. That's the purpose of this show. Maybe you're the person who's got to win. At all costs, you have got to win. You're going to 
steal, cheat, borrow, beg, knife in the back. You're going to do whatever it takes to win. I'm not talking about simply just being an overachiever. That's part of it, yeah. But I'm talking about like crazy, insane overachiever. Well, on any degree of the scale for overachiever, maybe some of that has to do with the only time you received love or attention at home was when you did something well. Maybe, you know, you wanted to spend time with dad or mom and they were just always busy, never had time to spend with you. But when you won the game or when you did something amazing that stands out or whatever, right, you got the straight A's or, you know, whatever. When that happened, you were embraced. And man, it felt good. I mean, it felt really good. And now you're in the workplace. And the euphoria that you got from that embrace, you want that to happen again and again and again and again and again. Because, by the way, no one's going to love us if we're not overachieving, if we're not having some type of achievement. And so you get into the workplace and you go blind with overachievement. And when you don't achieve, you go crazy. Like, I can't think straight and I can't sleep at night. I'm thinking about work and I let someone down because I didn't execute like to the fullest. Listen, yeah, you're not an overachiever because you're an overachiever. You're an overachiever because of the cues or the messages you received while you grew up, your personal life journey. And, I, and listen, I'm not saying overachiever is bad. Not at all. Yours truly is an overachiever. Did some of those things happen to me growing up? Yeah, some of those things did happen. But I use the knowledge of knowing that now to my advantage. And, you know, a couple decades on this journey, that's a little bit easier than it was for me to do when I was one, two, five, ten years on that journey. It took time to really learn. But a part of that is finding out what you're really dealing with and just, you know, I thank God I've had some experiences in life that led me to understand what I am dealing with is more than just work. You know, work is just one piece of fabric in our entire life. So there's no way work has its own identity. No, it's a part of the cloth of life. It's only a fabric in that cloth. So whatever the cloth looks like, the cloth looks like work is going to follow the pattern, the behaviors, the activities, the who you are in every area. Work is not an exception. It's a part of life. I'm telling you, this is probably more life advice than career advice. But because we don't connect the dots, because we don't understand those things, we can tend to really stumble on our career path. Got a couple more, right? Again, not an exhaustive list, but a couple more. Maybe you're paranoid. Maybe you're just outright paranoid. There's always someone or something going on behind your back or someone's out to get you. Well, did you receive or hear that message growing up? Were adults around you talking about People are stabbing me in the back and can't trust anybody and nobody cares about you. And if you heard that message growing up, trust me, you got a little paranoid juice that was poured into you. It's there, 
right? And we have to be so careful with that one in the workplace. And I'll give you just an example of that. So because I didn't get the promotion I went after, I didn't get the next bigger job that I wanted. Because I didn't get that, well, the reason is they're out to get me. Or, you know, she just knows somebody and he knew someone. And the only reason so-and-so got that job is because they're in the same circle. And and it's the system's out to get me and so forth. And maybe you don't go to that extreme, but you nibble on it mentally. And if that's the case, you got to know if you're doing that in life, you're doing it in the workplace or you have the potential to do it in the workplace. Got one more. Maybe you are the kind of person that gives in to peer pressure very easily. Maybe this is like recess, playground, deja vu all over again, or high school skipping class because your friends are all doing it. Maybe that's you. You tend to give in to peer pressure. And so you may tend to mirror whatever's happening at work. If you got the coworkers who are complaining in the lunchroom and fussing about everything and you're there and everybody's doing it but you maybe you just start complaining with them even if you don't really feel kind of what they feel or you know maybe you are the person who has a boss or co-worker who's doing something a little bit off the books right they're not following policy and procedure so to speak and maybe you're kind of getting in the gray as well because you have respect for them or you like them or they like you. And, and so now you succumb to some of that peer pressure. It doesn't have anything to do with the workplace, my friend. It has to do with the journey you've been on in life and what you've been exposed to and the messages that you've received. And so this list is not an exhaustive list. There's, there's probably more than just peer pressure and paranoia and overachievement and lack of confidence or distrust or being distant and cold. Maybe those are some that you've dealt with and are dealing with. Um, and maybe there are a hundred others that I can't think of at the moment. What is my point? Point is real simple. There are things in our personal life as we've been on our personal life journey that bleeds over fully, wholly, and completely into the workplace. And if you've never heard this message before, good, now you have. Whatever our hangups in life are, we hang those same things up in the workplace. And the sooner that we go down this personal journey to figure those things out, the better we can move forward in our career path. Well, I hope this has been helpful. And uh, by the way, I'll just tell you on a personal note, I mean, that is a journey I have been on for years. I'm in my 40s now, and I got to tell you, I'm still on that journey. I kind of understand the motto for AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. I I don't know much about the organization, but I know they have a 10-step program. And at the end of the day, I, I think the message that you leave with from that program is, you know, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. So you have to live on purpose to stay away from those types of things. Don't find yourself in those environments. Don't don't go down those old paths, etc. 
the show's not about Alcoholics Anonymous, but there's some parallels there. In my journey, I found that those same things that I've struggled with because of messages I've heard growing up or experiences I've had growing up, I am always in need of living on purpose because those things are always there. And those things can easily produce stinking thinking in my life. And so I have to step back and really go, okay, maybe they're not betraying me. That's not what's going on. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to keep watch, but I'm going to give them a benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to work a little bit harder. That's just me. It's my personality. And I've been on a journey to really figure that out and things like my faith and and, and loved ones around me who are honest with me. Those are all things that have helped me on my career journey. All right, so whole big glass of transparency there for you in my life. So it's working for me. It's worked for me. And it will continue to work out for me. So I encourage you to start connecting the dots to the messages, you know, and the experiences that have produced wounds in your life personally. Because in the workplace, the reason many of those feel just like the same wound is because it's actually the exact same wound that was never healed, that was never dealt with. And as a work, as, as a result, you know, you're hearing a manager that sounds a lot like your dad or your mom and the negative thing they always said. That's not a new wound produced by your manager. It's the same wound that you never dealt with or the dynamics of that wound. And as a result, it may be creating a stumbling block at work. I know this is probably the weirdest of career advices you've heard, but trust me, I am telling you, there's something to it. And I hope this has been helpful for you. Again, have a great Memorial Day. And uh, we honor our soldiers who have experienced real, real mental, emotional, and physical wounds for us standing guard uh, for our great country. Until next week, I hope this show's been helpful. Thanks for listening. Go out. Leave me some feedback. I definitely want to hear your thoughts about today's show. I know it's a little bit different. And thank you to the On Your Way to Work staff, Christian Sharvin. You guys are great. Till next week, have a good one. Bye-bye.